Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Old Saybrook First Selectman, Carl Fortuna. Carl, welcome. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. And Carl, we might as well give it up that we are not in studio this afternoon. Yeah. Well, and we, clearly, well, yeah. Well, yeah, because usually when you and I are together, we're in studio, but we are actually broadcast. We're doing the show live on FM 87.7 Hacker Airwaves Radio okay. and with Valley Shore Community Television and the Pete Mazzetti Show. And we are actually live in the lounge at Luigi's Restaurant in Old Saybrook, Connecticut. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Give me some. Um, so. On a Sunday afternoon. On a Sunday though. afternoon. So. That's right. You caught me doing yard work. That's okay. Uh, before I came down here. So. <laughs> uh, I, I remembered, I said, I got to get over to there for 2.30. I said, since it's at Luigi's on a 2.30 on a Sunday, right. I can come more casually Absolutely. Than, I, than I normally do. Right. So here I am. And uh, yeah, well, I'm happy to, happy to talk about a range of issues. All right. Um, and I know you're usually the question guy. Yeah. So, you know, um, election Wait, Okay. Up. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, uh, first of all, uh, by the time this airs, I'm the, I don't know. If we are actually day. live right now on We're the live. radio. Okay. So get out and vote. Right. Let's just start there. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, I talk to people about local elections a lot. Right. And, you know, we have local elections. We have statewide elections, uh, which is next year, 22. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we have our presidential elections, which is 24. Right. And... You know, your local election probably touches people a lot more than the gubernatorial election. Absolutely. Or than the presidential election. Absolutely. So, yet, the fewest amount of people vote. Correct. All right? So, 35, 40% of the people maybe will okay. vote sure. uh, on Tuesday. In a gubernatorial election, it's 60%. And in a presidential election, it exceeds 80%. Absolutely. Which is, you know, look, I mean, Joe Biden and... And the other guy, Donald Trump, were, they're, they're more famous than right. I am, so they get more votes. But right. uh, we touch people a lot more directly than anybody, and I'm always surprised at how few people vote. So mm -hmm. uh, first message for the live audience is get out and vote. Absolutely. Um, we'll be at the polls all day. We'll be uh, welcoming voters uh, uh, with our team, the Republican team. Of course, the Democratic team will be out there also. Okay. Um, my race, uh, the Board of Selectmen, will remain as is in Old Saybrook. Okay. With, uh, me as first selectman, Scott Giegrich as selectman, and Matt Puglis as selectman. Okay. Um, but we have a lot of other races that are contested. Uh, we don't have a race for tax collector or town clerk, Sarah uh, Becker and Barry Maynard. Sure, absolutely. You, you know them, I'm I, sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, but we do have a race for treasurer, so... Uh, you know that Bob Fish, the, right. the, 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 who was a public servant in the town of Old Saybrook for 40 years. Right. Uh, Bob Fish passed away last year. Yes. So for the first time in a very long time, we have a race for treasurer. And uh, we have uh, John Gamble on the Democratic side running mm -hmm. against Barbara Labriola sure. on this side. So whoever the winner of that race is, maybe they can come on with me and introduce themselves. Yeah, at a oh, late, oh, absolutely. At a later date. And then, of course, we have our races you know, I, I joke about it, but we elect everybody. We elect dog catcher. You know, it's a classic joke, right? Mm -hmm. We elect everything. And, you know, we elect board of assessment appeals. Right. We elect park and rec. We elect, 
zoning, uh, ZBA, planning, and, uh, and of course, police commission and board of finance. Yeah. Um, so this year, I think the, the real focus is on uh, the police commission race mm -hmm. in our town. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a full slate of folks running for that, right. as there is on the police commission um, and I think the zoning commission too. After okay. that, it gets sparse as to fully contested races. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think those are the races that people are going to be looking at most closely. Right. They're, you know, board of assessment appeals is contested, but yeah. you know, people are going to be looking at the police commission. So, um, look, the, the, I've been there for a decade. Yep. And you've been very generous to me over the years. That's having, right. Having yeah, me you, on. Well, oh, you right. agree with that. You yeah, agree I agree that you've been generous to me. I, that's, that's, uh, I do. So, uh, yeah, so I've been on for, I've been here for a decade. And the bottom line is no matter who is on a border commission, you mm -hmm. have to work with them. Yes, right. Right. And uh, you, you, I, I try not to make uh, enemies. Mm -hmm. I, I try to always have a conversation with folks. Yep. Uh, they may disagree with me, I may disagree with them, uh, but one thing we are losing yes. everywhere, even at the local level, mm -hmm. at the state level, mm -hmm. and certainly at the national level, mm -hmm. is the ability to communicate with each other, Right. okay? Um, you know, Democrats and Republicans seem to get in a room and they go to their corners and they use their talking points. Right. And that's just not uh, constructive to the conversation moving no. forward. Um, and I'd like to think that uh, when the Democrats in our town have brought forth ideas and, and communiques and candidates and all that, I'd like to think I've listened. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still a little bit of a political position, right. so I'm, I'm in a role where I can you know, with the vote of Scott Gigerich, we can control the Board of Selectmen, but right. that's not how we run it. And no. um, I, I tell you, I'm concerned about it because at the state level, it's not much better. And I, I know you've had Betsy Guerra on yeah. in the past, right. and you know, we look at the legislative issues that are coming up for the next session. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I know she was talking about uh, juvenile crime yes. as one issue. and. That is everywhere. That has to be addressed because that's in the town of Old Saverick. I have two friends of mine who had their car stolen, you know, and, you know, and I don't know if it's, um, you know, it's some sort of game, I guess, with yeah, these kids. Uh, but uh, that somehow needs to be addressed. And right. I don't know how you address it with a 14-year-old. I mean, you're not going to incarcerate them yeah, for right. the next 10 years. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the legislature has to come up with some sort of uh, deterrent uh, so that, you know, folks are not having their cars stolen constantly. Right, exactly, so, exactly. Um, how about you? What's, uh, what's, how's the show good? Yeah, show, saying, show's, yeah. show's yeah. great. We're, keep, we're, keep, we're, keep, we're keeping busy. It's sort of nice to be back in studio yeah. oh, no again. Kidding, huh? Because before, during the start of the pandemic, you, as you know, we oh. were doing things through Zoom. Yeah. And... It's yeah, not the same. it's not. And it's I, not the I, same. Did, I did one or two of those shows. Yes, with you, you did. Zoom and That's right. I mean, you, you know, what's remarkable. What? I mean, and I'm not this is not breaking news, of <laughs> course, but, what? Uh, you know, I used to go uh, I used to go to meetings one or two days a week. Right. I'm on the uh, Materials Innov uh, Innovation Recycling Authority Board, Mira. Mira, sure. The, yep. the, the Trash to Energy Board. Yeah. I'm on CCM's board. That's right. And they both have 
I have two monthly meetings with Mira, and I have one, one or two monthly meetings with CCM, with CCM and Karma because they share a board of directors. Okay. So, I used to be out of town once or twice a week right. for these meetings, uh, and certainly a board of directors meeting when you have ten to twenty people, you can do it on Zoom. Right. And you know, it's nice to see people in person, maybe once. A quarter, two, three months, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know that you need to meet with folks as much. You can get the business done. Now, if you have a, a larger meeting, a conference, you want to be in person. Right. But I think for a monthly business, it's just remarkable how much more efficient it is to be able to take it from your office. Right. And uh, so, anyway. Now you yeah. serve on the board of CCM with my with our friend Joe DeLong. Joe is the executive director. Yes, correct. So, of CCM. So, uh, Connecticut Conference of Municipalities, right. and, and they do, not everybody knows, you know, you and I will talk <laughs> with the lingo. Right. CCM, Kerma, you know, this, that, and right. the other thing. But I mean, I Many like, people don't know like what to, we're talking about. Exactly. I like, to, <laughs> I like to say the name sometimes. Yeah, go ahead. So, Connecticut Conference of Municipalities is an advocacy uh, group right. for Connecticut cities and towns. Right. And... I think out of 169 towns, I think you know, 168 belong right. to CCM. And they do a great job up at the state legislature. And we are actually about to, uh, CCM is about to unveil okay. uh, a whole new tax and revenue uh, concept um, to uh, assist with the property tax burden. Uh, in the state of Connecticut, the property tax burden is probably one of the most regressive taxes we have. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay, you know, the taxes on your house, no matter whether you can afford it or not. It's not graduated. It's right. not progressive. Uh, it's regressive. So um, CCM is going to hopefully come out with a plan um, and, and lobby for that plan and lobby for changes in Connecticut tax law right. uh, to give homeowners a little bit of relief right. uh, from the property tax. So uh, that's exciting. I also, um, CCM and KERMA share mm -hmm. a board of directors. Right. So KERMA is the liability, auto, and property insurer okay. for most city cities and, and towns in gotcha. the state of Connecticut. So we share a board. And um, so that's also a very active board. And they're exploring a few really novel ideas, too. Oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, maybe with health insurance and, and things like that. So we're looking into a bunch of things on the board, but uh, CCM has been, um, they're, they're going to be advocating for uh, some changes up the state capitol and with regard to our tax and spending policy. There we go, there we go. Now let's talk, and that, that last time I had Betsy Guerra on with me, we talked yeah. about Mira. Yeah. Which is the... The disaster that is trash. Um, yeah, what no, is Mira, Mira's what not is a, it? the board of, I sit on the board of Mirror, so I, that, that is not a dig at the executive director or the hardworking people at Mirror, believe All right. me, but it is, uh, Mirror's existed for a long time, formerly as, uh, the Connecticut Recycling Resource, uh, Recovery Authority, CRA, CRA. Okay. it became Mira, and, uh, you know, the trash to energy plant in Hartford is going to close. Okay. That is a fact that okay. is going to happen. All right. What and, and we are gonna be shipping our garbage out of state. I've talked to you about this in the past. Right. Uh, but um, 
you know, people talk about it, you know, trash a lot, and it doesn't hit home to people. Right. They just go to the curb, and they throw the bag in. Right. And it magically goes away, right? right? Yeah. Um, and they are paying more and more, and they're going to continue to pay more and more because uh, the state of Connecticut, uh, the state, and when I mean the state, I mean the executive branch, the governor uh, and some some of his people, yep. Katie, Katie Dykes, yep. uh, DEP commissioner, um, we need a different solution in Connecticut. Right. And I don't, and I'm happy to talk about it more. Yeah, let's it. talk about it. Yeah. We got time. Go. Um, so DEP is looking for diversion uh, more than burning. Okay. And that's like recycling, okay? Right. The fact of the matter is you are not gonna recycle your way out of this. No. People generate trash. And DEP, to their credit, is pushing increased recycling and increased food composting. Most people are not gonna compost. No. They're, they're just not going to do it. Exactly. So. Connecticut needs a Connecticut solution, but let me tell you what is going to happen. You know what? Let's talk about what's going to happen when we come back. Okay. We'll be right back after a short break. Smart TVs and streaming services have taken over the television industry. VSC TV is proud to announce our presence on Apple TV and Roku to make watching your favorite shows even easier. You can access this service by downloading the Cablecast ScreenWeave app. Then choose Valley Shore Community TV from the list of channels. Select VSC TV Live to watch our channel in full HD. Or pick a show from our on-demand video library. VSCTV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Old Saybrook First Select and Carl Fortuna. Carl, welcome back. Glad to be back. Thanks I for made sticking it around. The break. You, did, you did make it through the break. Congratulations. Yeah. And while we have a yeah. second, yeah. we're not in studio today. We are at the Lavish Lounge. At Luigi's restaurant it's in awesome. Old Saybrook. Yes. We actually have the whole lounge area to ourselves, and we actually want to thank Lenny DeBella, who's the owner of Luigi's, for allowing Pete Mazzetti, his crew, and his gaggle of guests who are in and out of the studio this in and out of the lounge this afternoon to come down and hang out and say hello. This is actually the first time we've ever taken the show out on the road wow. and hopefully we'll Lenny will, Lenny will have us back again because we're well behaved and we know how to behave ourselves. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Luigi's and uh, the Devella family are uh, huge in Old Sabre. Right. They are uh, uh, great givers back to mm -hmm. the community. And uh, for Selectman, I want to, I, I want to thank Luigi's for all they do for the community because they do a lot. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. So, um, you know, uh, one thing I want to mention, I know we were talking about trash to energy before. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to sum that up in 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay. You're Go. laughing, Go. but, uh, you give right me a 30 now, second answer. Right, yeah. Okay. Right now there are 49 towns that belong okay. to Mira. Right. And we send our garbage to Hartford and it gets burned. Okay. okay? And it gets burned 
in a relatively clean way, All right. okay? Sure. And we don't ship a lot of garbage out of state. No. When that trash to energy plant closes next mm -hmm. July 1st, okay. and it is going to close. It is? Yep. Okay. We are going to be shipping uh, a majority, a vast majority of Connecticut's garbage on a truck okay. to South Carolina, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, and paying more to do that. And imagine, here we are talking about trash and trying to come up with better ideas to get rid of trash. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put it on diesel trucks to drive a thousand miles out of the state of Connecticut. And on, in some cases, we're going to put it on a train to go to Alabama. I mean, it's ridiculous. Really? So here we yeah. are. We're going to be in the year 2022. Right. And we are basically reverting to a standard of garbage care that was 1950s, okay. which is landfills. Right. Doesn't make sense. No. So we need, uh, we need better leadership at the state. The state is going to have to make an investment in funds and resources to make it happen so that Connecticut can be self-sufficient with its garbage. Okay. So that's my I'm getting that that's me getting on my soapbox okay. on the trash. Absolutely. So folks at home, the message for those on the radio and those at home is uh, please as much as you can compost and please as much as you can recycle. Right. Uh, I know that's not the answer to our trash solutions. No. Uh, one big thing that's going on in Old Sabre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are now raising money for high school field lights, okay? All so right. sure. Uh, we, uh, lights at the high school field were prohibited for the last 40 years, but we were able to get the, yeah, I, it, they were, okay? Uh, and, and that's a, a really long story that is a two-hour show. We're, <laughs> so we're not going to go into that. We'll, we'll do that uh, some other time. All you need to know <laughs> is that lights are now legal, and, okay. and they are authorized by the town's zoning commission, and we're good to go. Yep. So the town of Old Saybrook, it's about a $400,000 project. Sure. The town of Old Saybrook put, put up $200,000 from our surplus last year towards that goal, and we are now trying to raise money through the community about another one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars right. to get those lights up for the next fall season. And one of the events, and I'm going to advertise here. All right, go one for of, it. One of the events we're going to be doing is uh, uh, laughter for lights. I think it's called on sure. November thirteenth okay. at Fireman's Field. Um, and Vin McElhone, right, by, right by Pasta Vita. Yep, Vin McElhone, the uh, local comedian, yeah. uh, is going to be the the guest and he's gonna uh, help Old Saybrook rake in the dollars. Really? So that we can um, get another boost towards our fundraising. Uh, we've already, towards that $150,000, $175,000 goal, okay. we already have over, we have about 25,000. Really? Already. Oh, 20,000 was raised by the police department, by the, right. by the officers and by the chief of police. Okay. So kudos to them. Um, and we are looking to, we have a long way to go. Right. We have some folks in town who, uh, if we can get to six figures, I think they might help us get across the finish line. All right. So we have some people in town who might be willing, I think, to write maybe larger matching checks. But okay. it's super exciting uh, for our town that we might eventually have in the fall of 22, Friday Night Lights. Right, there you go. All right? I mean, that's a huge deal. And it's a huge community spirit thing. So, uh, and also in town, we have a lot of good things going on, Pete. What else is going on? We got three, at least three new restaurants going into town. 
Um, we have um, the Essex. Uh, someone's, someone's putting in a to-go order right now, Pete. Uh, I think I might have to take that. All okay. Right. All right, yeah. There you go. Uh, I heard the phone ringing. Yeah, there okay. you go. Um, so uh, we have a, the, uh, there's a restaurant in Essex called uh, The Essex. Okay. And it's also called Los Charros. Uh, it has a Mexican theme. All right. He's opening a restaurant in Old Saybrook. All right. Uh, right across from the fire department uh, where there used to be like a vegan restaurant. Yeah. Um, Shana B's by the Sea. Yep. He was there. Um, Dagmar's Bakery used to be there. So he's going in there. I know exactly. And then where the Red Hen is going, we got a Japanese restaurant that's going to be opening, uh, a sushi place. And then, of course, where Denali was, we have a whole Italian market. Yeah, how's that going on? Um, Well, (laughs) I think um, we hear about the supply chain issues in the world right now so much. And I think they're encountering some of those supply chain issues. Oh, no. Uh, But they hope to be open in the new year. So I think after the holidays is when... They're hoping to do a soft opening. Right. Um, that'll be great for Main Street. Um, and we're doing a, uh, a holiday celebration. I encourage all your viewers to come out on December 4th uh, to the Town Green. We're doing a celebration of a whole uh, bunch of different uh, cultural celebrations for the holidays. Okay. So it's not just going to be Christmas. We're going to try to uh, be uh, very diverse and inclusive right. in uh, who we welcome on the town green to celebrate that day. Okay. And then we're going to be encouraging people to go down and shop downtown. We're going to, we're also going to be, uh, if you uh, put a hundred dollars up for like uh, a restaurant, they're going to match it with another hundred dollars. Uh, so there's going to be giveaways for restaurants and, and shops. So we're really going to be trying to encourage people to shop locally uh, for the holiday season. Absolutely. And also, also, what? You, know, you know what else you, we forgot to mention? What? The Torchlight Parade. Torchlight Parade is coming up on In December 11th. December, yeah, that's right. So the Torchlight, Torchlight Parade is far and away my favorite event of the year in Old Saver. It Why? is the best because it is a great community event. Absolutely. And it's a townwide party. Uh, oh, yeah. People have house parties all over town, uh, before and after the parade. Uh, and the parade itself is just a load of fun. So, right. And it's a statewide event. People come from all over the place uh, to come to Old Saybrook. So uh, December 11th, right. 6 p.m., Torchlight Parade, be there or be square. Exactly. Now how, now, how does the Torchlight Parade parade route where does it start? It starts Where's over it by, uh, well, I'm going to start calling it. Um, what? Gar- it's not Denali anymore. No. It's Gargano's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be Joel Gargano and, and Lanny Gargano. They're, they're taking over the Denali building for the Italian eatery. Right. It begins by the Liberty Bank on Main Street. And gotcha. it just goes to the firehouse. And then there's a little warming on the town green. It's just, listen, it is, do you go, have you been? Have I met? have. Yeah. I have. The most fun event. It, tr- it truly is. I, I mean, actually, co- I actually, a bunch of years ago, covered the event with one of the other local, with, when it was, yeah. when it was around then, WCNX Radio, which, sure. is, which was an online radio station 11, in Middletown. Ele- CNX is 1150. 
on the AM dial. I grew up in Middletown, so I know that. Good. Does that that mean you knew, did you know of John and Judy Clark who actually owned WCNX Radio? Uh, uh, Yes. John actually. I did know John Clark. John actually passed away. Okay. And John is, John actually gave me my bearings of radio. They actually used to carry the audio version of the Pete Mazzetti show on their station. So one year, John and I covered the Torchlight Parade in Old Saybrook. It was freezing. It was probably the coldest night ever in the record ever in the town of Old Saybrook. But it was a lot of fun. So prior to last year, they'd only canceled it once. Right. And I'm not sure why they canceled it that one time. But last year, of course, we canceled it because of of COVID. Yeah, you know. Um, Right now, uh, the numbers look great in Connecticut. Right. The positivity rate is continuing to fall, which is just fantastic. Um, we're a very, we're a very vaccinated town. We're right. a very vaccinated region. We're a very vaccinated state, and as a result of that, we are able to do this. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it, it's just, it's just fantastic that uh, we're going to be able to get on with our lives and have the Torchlight Parade and. Um, our December 4th event on the town green. Okay, Tell us a little bit about the December 4th event. Um, it's just Susie Beckman is Absolutely. organizing yeah. it with uh, the Park and Rec Commission, with mm-hmm. Youth and Family Services, uh, with the Chamber of Commerce. Right. And it's just going to be, uh, we're going to try to do like a little bit of a lights festival right. on the town green sure. to bring people down during the entire holiday season to Maybe go see the lights on the old Saybrook Town Green. Right. Oh, we're here. Let's go grab a meal or let's right. go shop in right. one of the stores. So it's just a promotional event. And um, we we're tying that into the American Rescue Plan dollars. Right. Sure. So uh, the cost of the entire December 4th event and the promotion and the continued um fallout from it or mm-hmm. after effects of it was about an $18,000 project. But we're funding that through the American Rescue Plan dollars gotcha. of which the town of Old Saber is receiving $3 million. Gotcha. And one of the stated purposes is economic recovery. Okay. And this is part of Old Saybrook's economic recovery is to bring people back into town uh, to get to downtown. Okay. And uh, Short, shortly uh, thereafter, sh- well, actually shortly after the election, we're going to be commencing um, a whole committee on the American Rescue Plan and how best to spend those dollars. Carl Fortuno, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for coming down. Good to see you, you again. You too, my friend. You too. Good to see you at Luigi's. You got it. On behalf of Carl Fortuna, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.